Welcome to Pat's Cast, the unofficial Regina Pat's podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. And this is our episode for November 25th, 2019. Left point for Walker. Long wrist shot tipped on net. Another save. Rebound scores. Austin Pratt. Bouncing puck. Pratt finds. Goes right side for Cole. Block comes to Holmes. He'll score. Robbie Holmes has the hat trick goal here late in the second period of the Pat's lead 5 0. Bailey turning along the wall, finds Walker at the left point, goes right side for Feist. Feist a wrist shot, Walker save, pull to rebound, scores! Zach Smith has his third of the year! Alright, we are coming at you just live on YouTube today. We're doing a bit of a, bit of a on-site location. Chris is out in Indianapolis, we're doing a, a Skype broadcast with him. And uh, got it looking pretty good on, on the YouTube broadcast. Uh, kind of coming at you at an unconventional time i feel a little bit like rod peterson actually today it's uh 10 30 on the monday morning post gray cup uh i didn't take it off the day off because of gray cup i actually took it off to get to get to agribition and uh what are you doing down there in indy oh visiting some family uh taking in thanksgiving so double dipping on the thanksgiving uh festivities this year yeah good call uh yeah so we got we're gonna try and keep it a little bit short today but we got lots to talk about um specifically we got four games this week kind of uh a busy week for the boys but overall um and we can talk about each game individually uh but overall if if you take away that tuesday game a pretty successful week in my opinion uh I would call I don't want to spend a lot of time frankly on that uh to that Tuesday makeup game against Swift Current cuz that was probably some of the worst hockey I've seen in a long time. It was definitely a display of both the worst teams in the WHL playing each other. It was a it was just ugly. I had to choose between because of family stuff between uh the Swift Current game or the Calgary game. And I feel like I definitely chose the wrong game. I would hate for someone to see that as one of their few Pats games this year because that was just... <laughs> Until the third yeah. period. I mean, the third period, sure, you got to pepper him a bit, but yeah. Yeah, it seemed like they just dragged us down to their level. Cause Absolutely. Sure, yeah, we, we have three wins, but we've got more, much more skill than they do. I think so. I think if that's the way they play, like... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I know you didn't make Wednesday, but I mean, not a lot of people did see that Tuesday game, thankfully. But you you go right into the into the Wednesday game and the first period, and they were flying like it was a totally different team. Like it yeah. was, I don't know, like what? Well, you have a what? team that beat PA on the weekend before, and then comes and plays Swift Current, who just yeah. they looked bad. We just looked horrendous like it was yeah. <laughs> kind of embarrassing almost it was bad bad hockey yeah and then that, yeah I mean, calgary had to come out and they're flying it's physical yeah got, yeah, got like, something going on there i don't know i don't know and for i mean you have to give props to uh uh isaac polte or polche what is that how you say his name I think oh, Swift Kern. he had a fantastic game that yeah uh, <clears throat> That third period, he stopped. I don't twenty some shots. 
So he he definitely stood out for Swift Kern in that game, and yeah, I, I don't want to dwell on that game because that clearly oh. was not, if you look at the other games this week, it clearly was not a representation of where this team's going and the direction. No. So. Yeah, we can move on. And I, like I said, Calgary was a totally different game. Like, first period, they looked really good in the first period. Um, the shots on the, after the game, it said there was much more in favor of Calgary, but uh, for whatever reason, but it didn't seem like the play went that way. And, yeah, I mean, it was just a couple, just a breakdown in the second period. Kessler gets a break, uh, power play goal, first of all, and then it, they break down and they have a two on O shorthanded and uh, yeah. he snipes one past uh, Paddock. I don't know if you did, were able to watch that game. You said it was not working live. Yeah. The live broadcast, but you know, it's funny. We, we harp a lot on, uh, on new Lion and WHL live, but it wasn't, I guess it's endeavor now, but it, I don't think it was their problem. I think it was something coming out of the broadcast because it, uh, it would go to a we are experiencing technical difficulty and like it wasn't them just cutting out like it normally would it was, and they had the screen that was moving and but the broadcast did work better and um got to watch a little bit of it again i mean pratt getting that first goal yeah, he had right. i i'm gonna look it up how many first Sorry. goals he has but um maybe you should have read my dub network article he would have found out oh shit <laughs> well, okay. No, it's, it's three. No, three? Oh. It's three. I know it's only three. I thought it was more. Okay, yeah, that's interesting. Because I was sitting there, I thought, that feels like a lot more. Um, but regardless, that's why I looked it up. Did you also look at the Pats' first goals in general? And time frames? Because it, it seems like they're, no. they're early. Score, like they yeah. score a lot of the early goals, so they come out hard and fast. And I mean, that's good for it's nice to see him for a team that's where they are to have that energy every game still yeah. coming out like that. Yeah. It's three for, I think it was three first goals of the game. And I think that's like, you know, total, not just Pats. It's the first yeah. goal of the game. So, and yeah, I think all of them are quick. Like the Moose Jaw one in the, in the first game was quick. The outdoor game one was quick. And then it was this one. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. It did seem like more than three, but uh, yeah, it was only three. But another thing I got to say is Cole, he had his goal on the two-on-one with Pratt. He he went five-hole again, and we were talking about it last yeah. time. Yeah, he, It's just a sneaky release. Like, he doesn't load up. Uh, and yeah, the goaltender was definitely not uh, ready for his shot. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, yeah. That's interesting it's to notice. Yeah, so and he's heating up. He had three up until that point. He had three goals in his last four games. So that's nice to see. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> we didn't talk about the acquisition that was made this week with, for uh, uh, Denomi. Is that how you say it? Denomi, I think. Denomi. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Um, straight up again. Some of these straight up trades we've been doing lately for um coming out of moose jaw um he seemed and you know what the guys they've picked up lately for these straight up trades seem to be coming into the 
the team and, and gelling in quite quickly. Him, I was really impressed with uh, the Nyhoff Daily, the Nomi line. Um, they looked really, really good. Uh, they didn't get a ton of points. I Daily got robbed in, in Brandon. I don't know if you got a chance to see that game, but... I've seen the first two periods. That's it. That's yeah, all I that, had time. The, that line is really yes. kind of gelling for two relatively new guys and a and a more of a mainstay guy. Uh, yeah, gelling really quickly. Good. I thought they were really good in that first two periods of that Brandon game. Yeah, I think he obviously has a little extra motivation being his first game against Brandon. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, Chorney's looked like he's uh, been a nice pickup as well. He's Absolutely. Absolutely, he has. He's picked up some points, so. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, the Calgary game, um, too bad. I, yeah, some tough well, goals thing, there. Yeah, but the one thing. Go ahead. Uh, no, you can go. The one thing about Calgary is the power play couldn't get set up. They couldn't do anything on the power play. Yeah. And, uh, um. I mean, it turns around to the next game, but Calgary was really good on the PK in that outdoor game. They were really aggressive. They got a shorthand breakaway. I believe it was Kastelik again in that outdoor game. But, um, yeah, they were really, they're really good defensively, I think, Calgary. They're Other a really team. good team. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. And their record doesn't really show it, but I think they'll come around. Right. You just see that little bit of difference when you have those couple elite players. Yeah, the difference they can make, right? They can cast select with two goals, and yeah, yeah, it was Woo yeah, got um, one, unfortunately, but <laughs> Juice really gave Castellick some praise. He's like, yeah, that that guy's you know ready to be a pro. That's what our guy should be looking right. yeah. up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was really uh, he's really impressed by his game. But then it was nice to get into Swift Current and uh, really take it to them. That was the game. I would have expected to see on the Tuesday and to just dominate them like that was, yeah, was pretty nice to see. Um, Holmesy getting his first WHL hat trick, which is, uh, that's good for him. Um, set off getting another one. And speaking of set off, he's, since he's scored that goal, we've seen his game, let's say evolve it's changed a lot he's he went from that kind of well he didn't score one goal last year after playing was it every single game i believe he played every single game yeah uh now he scored he scored in that outdoor game and now he's got uh two but regardless we've seen him down leading rushes he's sometimes the deep man which is good or bad but it's just interesting to see him just gain that confidence and change his game i don't know sometimes it's maybe someone just said to him listen go for it like yeah do it i know some behind the net even in that brandon game like he's yeah. behind the net doing whatever and it's like okay yeah he's definitely got way more confidence now i felt like this swift current game was then, a confidence builder yeah and even that goal he was down at the net to poke in yeah. that loose puck yeah he right? totally it's was not like he, it's not like it was a shot from the point or something. Like that. He, was he was right like, down there, and read the goal up. Coming in off that swift current game into Brandon, I mean, it would have been easy for these guys. Oh, you know, it's our fourth game in in five what, nights. Five nights and um, on the road, they, we got a big road trip coming up, and they still 
came out in the first period again. Yeah, they came hard and and even what was it uh, after? Did they were they down at one point or no? Uh, I don't know. Two, I only two, want... They scored three. Uh, regardless, they scored three goals in the third, right? And yeah, so I missed a good period. Yeah, the That's third period was was when it really kind of came together. Well, and I, so, but right from the get go in that game, Daly had a great chance two on one with Nyhoff, and he yeah. got robbed. Ten seconds into the game, they already they could have scored. Just buzzing, yeah. Yeah, and again, yeah, that line with Denemy and stuff that they looked really good in the first. Uh, Brandon did get the first goal. Then we responded. Uh, and then yeah, Brandon scored again in the second period to make it two one, and then we responded. Set off again, made a nice play. He was laying on the ice behind the icing line, and uh, he got it out to uh, Chorney, and he was wide open. So that was on the power play. Yeah. And Brandon's penalty kill is actually pretty good. So it was nice to get some. Yeah. Uh, and in the broadcast, I'll, um, Phil was alluding to all this too that they are, in the last couple of games, they're. They're fifty percent. They've moved up to pretty much PK is middle of the pack for the league. Yeah, yeah. The PK has been decent. Yeah, the last few games. Uh, so yeah, what happened was they were they actually were tied at one point, and then Kyle Walker got his uh, got a goal, which was nice to see. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about some of our older defensemen that just. The, the, what started me thinking about it was the tweet by Scott saying how he noticed that all the swift current goals, well, a large majority of the goals we got in swift current were off rebounds. And it started me thinking about it like, yeah, we're usually on the other side of that because guy's not tying up their man, right? And I've we've been noticing that. And it's like I'm kind of starting to feel like some of these older D-men aren't maybe doing what need, they need to be doing. Like I'm, I'm looking at Feist and Walker the guys that really should be big, strong guys sometimes aren't tying up their men the way they should be. And it's just kind of started me thinking about the older blue liners that we have. I don't know. When you think about our D, you think about Setoff, you think about Evans, both have playing pretty well. I don't know. I yeah. just, just haven't really seen it from our older D men yet. Yeah, like that one game in Winnipeg, I can't remember if it was Feist or whatever, but he was on the man, but the guy just literally put a stick on the ice and tapped in a goal. Yeah, and it just started, yeah, it just started that path of me thinking, man, I, I think that could be our next step with this team is those older D-men, and we saw it from Walker last year. He played, he was a physical presence out there, and it just hasn't quite been there yet this year and I don't know if that would make a big difference but I think it could be the next little step for part of this team yeah they just got to clean up that defensive zone responsibilities here yeah yeah really speaking of physical uh that Brandon game really got physical did it ever the second period so did Swift yeah but I mean then right at the end of the period like it was really bad at the end of the second so I was I remissed that I missed the third period, but yeah, it, it was actually those two games were pretty rough compared to what we've seen. It, it kind of reminded me a little bit of 
a little bit of the old school WHL with the, <laughs> the brawls and whatnot and going at it. And yeah, it was, um, but hey, I think it's good to see the passion and the fight still there yeah, with that definitely. team. So that's what I was thinking. I was, when I was watching the, it, the, the rough stuff wasn't out of frustration, which is kind of what I was noticing. It was still, uh, it's, it's that more passionate for, I guess the best word I can find right now is, is it's not that they're gooning it up. It's that they're just playing. They're still playing hard. Well, yeah. When you see when Austin Pratt gets a major for fighting at the end of the second period there, like he was on whoever and is just pounding him. Yeah, like, he really was. <laughs> this is our like lady Bing award winner, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and then at one but, point in the penalty box, I guess you didn't see the third period. You had Pratt, uh, set off and uh, Nyhoff. So you had Nyhoff, three, yeah. <laughs> three of your yeah, letters. Nyhoff had just fought. Yeah, yeah. Just so prior you had, to that, whole you had incident. your captain and two alternates <laughs> in the <laughs> box. Yeah, so that says something, right? And not for chippy kind of, you know, no. hacks and stuff. They were legit fights and and rough stuff. So I don't. know. It just says a little bit with the maybe the. Uh, leadership team there you could you could spin it either way good or bad but i i personally feel is it was good you know it's not that they're in there doing cheap stuff they were yeah yeah and uh yeah what uh gotta give a little bit of props to um brandon's video we harped on them last year for how bad it was they actually looked it looked really good there i was uh Really impressed. And um, how about uh, Donovan Busky's first start? First goal, I was thought, oh, here we go. But you know what? He looked really sharp from then on. And Yeah, uh, that, that uh, penalty shot save he made, that was yeah. impressive. Holy. That, he was burnt. <laughs> he was so out of position and just reached across to get that. That was, I don't know, you could, I mean, it was, Pretty early on, you could say that was a game saver too, right? Yeah, that was in the first period. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think that was huge for him and the team. And um, yeah, awesome to see him bounce back after kind of a an early one there. That yeah, a tough one. But uh, I mean, he got scored on four times, but I wouldn't really hang too many on him specifically. But um, I, yeah, it's nice to see him get in there. Paddock had started eight straight. Yeah. Um, and he's, you know, he's looked a little better lately, I think. But obviously, Busky needs to get in there and get some work in. With the four and five, you knew he was going to get one of these games. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was thinking maybe that's Swift. That's true. They gave him the Brandon game. And then, yeah, so that's fine. Well, And we'll see him again this coming weekend with another four and five as yeah. well. So, yeah, for sure. Just a few other notes I made. Um, I, I mean, just coming off that Swift Current game, they just seem to have a bit more swagger and and jump to their step. And I was just looking at they're short, they're playing shorthanded. They were aggressive. Um, Robbie Holmes with that steal, it was unbelievable. I guess you haven't seen it. You once you you should watch that third period. It was okay. Yeah, he uh, it was two D men back, and he was the lone man up. 
and they were cross pass and he just sniped it out of the air and went and scored. It was Oh really? Yeah, so just I just from that game and I know it was Swift Current, whatever, but the fact we lost to them in an yeah. ugly game and then came back and just pumped them. Yeah, that the was, team just had a bit of swagger coming out of that and they they looked like it and I hope I guess this can be the maybe the segue into what's coming up this week. Well, yeah, you just get some confidence rolling, right? Like they were, so, they've been so close. Yeah, and it doesn't matter that Swift Current. You you score a goal, you get the power play going. You, yeah, a guy scores three. You know, it just it just gets that you know confidence. You're not squeezing the stick as much. You know, okay, we can do this. We've got this. And then you roll into Brandon, a half decent team, and you beat them. It doesn't matter how you beat them. You get the win. You get back to back wins for the first time this season. Exactly, so. and then the last ten were four, four, and two. We've got ten out of possible twenty points. Oh, there you go. So that's so, you know, it's not yeah, bad at all. Exactly. But going forward, I think you had the trivia this week. Yeah, I've got the trivia this week. So I can't take credit for this. I heard this on Keynes this week, so I'm stealing from <clears> them and Joe McFarland. So I got to give them credit. Um, it does deal with the Hurricanes, but. So we've been talking about trades and guys not reporting and stuff like that. So this kind of is what the topic is. So these two players were traded for each other twice <laughs> back in the day. So I know it, what like, day? nobody will ever... It, it was in 1989. Okay, so I have no chance so. of knowing. But that's an interesting... <laughs> that'll be an interesting tidbit. So before yeah, we get so. to that, the Saskatchewan Podcast Network is supported by Connexus. Money doesn't have to be stressful. And Connexus is here to help. Connexus hashtag Money Talk blog provides expert advice, tips, and solutions for all life stages and events. Check it out today at connexusmoneytalk.ca and start feeling confident and stress-free about your money. So, all right, so, two with the same teams, back and forth. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was. How? What's the time frame? Uh, it's not the same year. A couple yeah, it was the same year. Couple weeks. Yeah. Oh my. I don't know. I don't know the exact dates. I didn't. I should have looked that up. The exact dates. Still. But here's the story. Okay. So Lethbridge Hurricane sent Colin Gregor to Spokane for Scott Farrell. It took a week for Farrell to show up in Lethbridge. He didn't report at first, and then he played four games. There, Gregor initially didn't show in Spokane either, but then he ended up playing six games. Then both players went home requesting trades and then were traded for each other again. So Okay. So they that, basically said we don't like they both said we don't like this. Yeah. And the teams just said, you know what? Just yeah, scrub this. That's interesting. Farrell in, in the end got traded to Tri City. Okay. Um but then the WGL instituted a new rule where players who no-show can be moved off the 50-man roster and placed on a suspension list. So it kind of doesn't take up one of your spots if the player doesn't come. So like Daniel Gushin, he's on that list, I believe, because he's, you know, he didn't show. So he's not taking up a spot on the 50-man roster. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's the interesting fact that I heard. I was like, oh, that's kind of, yeah, kind of. Uh, Relevant right now because Kivi Niemi, him not reporting to Vancouver, they picked up another uh, import now. Oh yeah, did this, they? 
yeah, they still have their right, his rights, but he's on that suspended list, so they can go and pick up another import now. I can't remember the name offhand, but they did pick somebody up uh, just this week. Cool. Well, that's uh, yeah, that's a good segue into uh, so our next game is against Lethbridge, and that is going to be a tough one. We've been kind of talking a little bit about Lethbridge over the last couple of weeks, noticing um, some of their wins. And yeah, now they're coming on and they are scoring goals. <laughs> Did you see the score from against Red Deer? Yeah. 11-2? Le- <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that is going to be, they are quietly have become uh, these points wise, record wise, the second best team in the WHL. Yeah, they're top they, now. What's that? They're top of the central division now. Yeah. Yeah. But they're just behind PA now, I think, in points. Yeah. And One yeah, point they've uh, kind of, I, mean, I don't know, quietly after an 11 2 win, but um, they've moved up and they're really showing kind of funny, you know, after last year, the year they made a push. This year, they're maybe even a better team. Yeah. Well, you see the goals for, they're first in the league now. Obviously, with an 11 goal game, but they're uh, they're over 100 goals. They're the first team over 100 goals. But you look at like Ocular; he's been a huge pickup for them, and uh, and uh, Cousins has been really hot as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is gonna be it's gonna be a tough, tough game. game going in there. Uh, and then it's a tough, you know, it's this tough schedule that they always get during Agerbition. Uh So the Wednesday in Lethbridge, tough game there. Off to Calgary on Friday. Um, that that could be a... I wouldn't write them off of that. That's, that's going to be a tough game. They've seen each other a few times here lately. Um, it's probably going to be a little rough. Yeah, now, definitely. you you heard why... You, you got a little insider information as to why there's some bad blood. Yeah, it was on a hit on... Um, Dubinsky Dubinsky yes Dubinsky so I don't know I don't recall one happening here maybe it last was in year. Calgary yeah last year it was last year yeah so yeah Actually, I speaking, don't recall it either and our uh, yeah. I tried to go back actually and look and through our WHL last live package and I don't know if it was an, a home game or an away game but I couldn't seem to pull any up regardless so um yeah, yeah, so I don't, the I don't only, know. What, you know what? Now that we're talking about it, remember the game they were there and he got in a fight. He stepped out of the box and there was a guy that headhunted him almost right place. off the that must that's probably it. Okay. And was that the when they played as the Cowboys or whatever? Or oh, was it the game? The la- one of the last games that Nick and Jake were here. Mm. Now that we're talking about it, I remember that he came right out of the box and someone almost took his head off. Okay. Regardless, um, that's that's the, his- the story behind a bit of the bad blood between Calgary and Regina this year. Was it a hit last year? Yeah. So, so that, that could be... He's been in the lineup for a couple games now. That's true. Him. Well, yeah, there's some so rumor about an injury. Uh, maybe that hit that he took 
against with current where he got just nailed from behind into the boards. Yeah. Maybe that was, but he got right up. So I was, I mean, man, if it's not a five minute major, there's no supplemental discipline, but we've seen some ugly hits on from Brandon rivers. He always tweets out kind of those ugly hits and yeah. And some, they're all warranted, you know, discipline, but then you get some of these that are just minors that probably should have been a major and looked at. It's kind of like, Ooh, it's kind of inconsistent that way. But yeah, yeah, we've got a couple injuries because I think Massier hasn't played either. He was no, he has. He was uh, on Tuesday. He was indefinite, but he played. Uh, yeah, he played, and then something happened in that Calgary game, and he hasn't played since either. Okay, okay. So we're a little, a little short on the forwards now. Yeah. So we'll see what happens in this road trip. Uh, so that's the Calgary game, and then into Red Deer on the Saturday. Um, you know that's a winnable game. Uh, yeah. Red Deer, we've proven we can we can beat them. We can play with them. So that'd be maybe you get some points out of that one, and then uh, the three and three ends in Edmonton on the Sunday. Tough game. Yeah, Just a tough schedule. Tough game. That's going to be that'll be a tough one. I don't know. Since it's another solid team, it's it's tough because you know we're, I was just we were talking about the the energy and the momentum they're carrying. They're really going to need to <laughs> try and carry that into this this stint here because that's four decent teams. Well, a few very good teams, and then you know Lethbridge. That's going to be tough to come out of there with any points. Calgary. We'll see. We'll see. That's a rough, tough game. Uh, Red Deer, we could maybe get one. And then Edmonton's a good team. Who knows if, I don't know what their schedule looks, looks like if they're on a tail end of a 3-3-2. Three and three too. But yeah, it's it's kind of a bad time for this, it feels like, right? Just getting some momentum and then all of a sudden four tough, yeah. hard games. Yeah, it's, it's a little unfortunate, the timing, but hopefully they can ride this momentum and it obviously you know the losing obviously has been tough i know i interviewed pratt after the calgary game and he seemed more down than he usually is because they played you know a decent game in calgary or against mm-hmm. calgary but um you know shush is staying positive which is nice to see he's always conveying a, a positive message and uh like he was really happy with that swift current game as ugly as it was but um, yeah, it if they it doesn't seem the losing obviously gets you down, but it seems like they're staying pretty even keeled. Just from you know the mannerisms, the way they're doing the interviews, you know, as yeah. much you know, before that they only had three wins, right? So it's uh, it's nice to see that, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, we've we've. The... You can still see the passion out there. They're still fighting hard. They're fighting literally uh, for the wins. They sold their soul to get that shutout against Swift Current. They were playing yeah. hard till the last second. And we'll they, see. they had five on threes in that third period as well against. Oh, yeah, right? Like, it, how yeah. easy would it have been for them to say, ah, we're up enough. We don't yeah, need exactly. To, we don't need to put our body on the line these five-on-three penalties. 
another thing, the fourth line got lots of ice in that game, obviously, with that kind of score. Yeah. But they rolled into even Brandon. They seemed to get uh, some decent ice time in Brandon as well in a tighter game. So that's nice to see. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You know, if a week ago or something, if you would have asked me about the week coming up, I would have said they're going to lose all four. No question. I think if they can get, if they can play up to what they can, they can come out of this week with some points. Yeah. I think Red Deer has got to be a win or overtime at least. And then if you can go to overtime in one of the other three games minimum, that would be nice. If you get three points out of these four games, that would be nice, I think. Yeah. I would... I think Calgary, they could. Just because of the the passion and the energy they're going to play with there. I could see it. I mean, so they lost the overtime game, or the outdoor game was an overtime game. The game here was basically a one-goal game until a minute to go. Yeah. So they've been close. It's been really close with Calgary, so we can play with them, and we know we can. Yeah. And then, yeah, Lethbridge and Edmonton, those are going to be a little tougher, but... Yeah. They're there. They're there. They can... Absolutely. You know, they can compete with these teams. It's just just getting over that hump to win a couple of these games. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's... Uh, Let's wrap it up for the day. You, you got some stuff to do there, I'm sure. And uh, yeah, let's hope for uh, let's hope for some good efforts this week. See what we come out with. And uh, yeah, have a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, we'll do. Okay. Anything else you want to say? No, I think. Uh, oh, actually, no. Yeah, I, I've been forgetting the last couple of weeks. Bears Blue Line is back out for a new season with Connor Hobbs and Kobe Williams. So yeah. if you haven't. Check those episodes out. Check them out. They're, totally. They've been really good. Yeah. So. Yeah, they, uh, it's Connor Hobbs and... Colby uh, Williams. Colby Williams, yes. Former Pats with the Hershey Bears now. Yeah. Uh, they have a podcast. They did it last year, and this year they've um, uh, kind of stepped up their their game and their quality a bit, and it sounds really good. And um, Yeah, it's fun. It's fun getting just listening to them ramble about it doesn't really have a format they just sort of go for it so yeah they get a few more guests this year i think yeah more players on and uh yeah they kind of just talk you know shoot the shit you know they they talk a lot about their their junior days and you know just their lives as as semi well professional hockey players and some of them on the bubble and some of them got some chances and yeah, it, it's it's good lesson. I like it. Yeah, the last episode, Cutter Hobbs, they get into their schooling and and uh, and uh, you know they're talking to a guy that went NCAA and obviously they went junior, so they're kind of talking about school. And Cutter Hobbs is like, "Yeah, my school, uh, my schooling career didn't last too long, so it's kind of funny." <laughs> yeah, about his story. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, it's a little a nice insight. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Okay, well, let's wrap it up. Have a good week out in Indy, and we will talk to you again on, uh, I guess, when you get back, hey? Yeah, we can all be back uh, Saturday night, so. Saturday the 6th? Good, yeah, we Uh, will uh, be back in studio for our next episode, but uh, no, this seemed 
it looks okay actually. Once you see it on YouTube, I think you'll it looks pretty good. All right, we will talk to you guys later.